אוקיי, רדי, אין חמש, ארבע, שלוש, שתיים. Here she goes, ChristinaPOnline.com. I'm coming to Miami February 25th and 26th, and then I do Tampa, Florida at the Improv March 4th and 5th, and then I do the Regent Theater in Los Angeles, LA, baby, woo, May 3rd uh, for the Netflix as a joke comedy thing festival, and then I do Irvine in May. And then Atlantic City at the Borgata in June. And then Boston, massive, huge tits at the Wilbur. Tickets are going fast for that one. The, the first floor, the floor is already gone. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to get on. <laughs> so um, <laughs> big, big news. Listen, I, I got my star by fart bucks, my bar stucks before I came in today. Dropped the kids for, let's back that ass up. So. Last night at two in the morning, cute little Julian came into my room. And you know, you just know they need to sleep with you every now and then. That little three and a half year old, hi, mommy. And I was like, Do you, are you scared? Did you have a bad dream? No. And I go, okay, get in here. You just got to... You just got to snuggle for four hours. And I did. And it was so fucking cute. He's so fucking cute. Of course, I didn't sleep awake, but it was worth it for the snuggles. And I just I would sleep with my kids every night if I could actually sleep, which is the the, the drag of it. Um, yeah, because they just move around. They flail. They kick your face. It's just they kick my tits all the time. I, those boys, all they do is punch and kick my tits inadvertently. Oh, my God. I have another drop to share for you, and I'm going to get there in a minute. But first of all, first of all, so at 6 a.m., I'm up with the kids. I get this fa- face plastered on, drop the kids off at school. Of course, that's a fucking ordeal because Juju's learning how to put his own shirt on, and now he wants to button the cardigan, and that takes fucking 40 minutes, and then the screaming, I want to buckle myself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So what you got to do is give them extra time to get dressed so that they can do it, blah, blah, blah. Drop the kids off, sigh of relief, no no massive tantrums for once. And then I go to Fart Bucks. I go through the drive-thru, and I'm like, I'm ready to pay. And the kid, the kid at the window, like, he's got a mullet. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I like, I appreciate odd hairstyles. I'm down. I like that. He's got kind of like a Lost Boys earring dangling i'm like that's kind of rad go go ahead google the lost boys there's a guy with a mullet in the lost boys kind of looks like that the, the mullety guy not queefer yeah yeah queefer sutherland so he's got like a, a queefer mullet and the thing and i was like okay i got the look this guy likes to fuck that's what i know this guy gets laid yeah it kind of looks like this kid so i'm like cool and then i look on his Starbucks issued apron and I'm not shitting on that by the way summer of 1997 I was a Starbucks employee one of the greatest companies to work for I am proud to say I worked at Starbucks okay and now and and before they had these fucking pushy button fake ass espresso machines I worked on the old school ones with the porta filters that you had to clang 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 and then they burned your hands and steam wands that gave you third degree uh, third degree burns okay 
I don't shame that kid. But then I look at his fucking apron or whatever. And he has on like the pin that tells people he's in the Starfleet command of Star Star Trek. Is that what that means, nerds? I don't know. I'm, I don't speak fluent dork, but. And then it got me to thinking, like, why does that? Immediately, I'm like, yo, you, yeah, this fucking thing, dude. Starfleet Command? Like, oh, you're in Starfleet Command? <laughs> Isn't that stolen intergalactic valor, you piece of shit? Like, you can't even rep that, homie, because it's a fictitious intergalactic place. You fucking tool bag. And then I got, like, mad at it. And then I started thinking, like, well, what's cool to rep? And what's not cool to rep? This is definitely, under no circumstances, cool to rep. Dude, it's like, isn't it fucking universally accepted that admitting you're into Star Trek and, like, heavy, deep into it? Like, you're a fucking nerd, bro. And then it anchors me. You're such a fucking pussy. That was Jules from Euphoria. And then it upsets me that these kids don't fear shaming. Like, why don't you fucking fear... That I'm going to judge you and call you a fucking dork. Like, why do you feel okay about yourself to wear this shit in public? It bothers me so much because he had a good thing. The mullet. I liked his danglers. I was like, all right, dude. And then this. I don't know, bros. Millennials and the booth. What do you guys think? I mean, this is unacceptable to me. This this to me says I don't want people touching my dick. I don't want to get laid. I'm a fucking nerd. (laughs) So I think I think there's a time and a place for everything, and I think the time and place for this is probably some never Star Trek convention, Comic Con, oh like God. like nerd nerd gatherings, you know? <laughs> magic, magic the gathering, yeah. the nerd gathering. But you know, the other side <laughs> of the uh, Starfleet Commander coin is Ugh. that you know it's how is this different from you know. Uh, punk people putting pins on their jackets. Are well, you you having a cool. Bauhaus pin? Those are cool. It, we got it. Okay, so here's the deal, man. You're just a nerd for Bauhaus. No, no. First of all, fuck you. No. First of all, no, no, no. Because punk rock, punk is the fucking very definition of cool. If you look up fucking cool in the dictionary, punk invented it. Like that is, it's objectively cool. Punk rock. See, it's right there. Susie Sue. You know what I'm saying? The Dickies, the Sex Pistol. It's all cool. It's all good. We know, you know what's cool and you know what's not. For instance, the Star Trek culture, it's never been cool. Let, let's just, come on. This is obvious. Now, nerd culture, there's cool variants of nerd culture. Okay. For instance, uh, I, you know, the video gaming. How about how about computer dorks, right? <laughs> like, uh-huh. I like the dark web guys. For instance, Keanu Reeves in The Matrix would be considered a cool dark web nerd. Yeah, now, okay. Neo in The Matrix is a nerd. <laughs> a nerd who Keanu gets Keanu Reeves. He get, he's supposed to be a nerd. He's a computer guy. Follow the white rabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him. See, that's a cool nerd. The difference between, okay, so there's nerds and there's dorks. And I feel like dorks don't get laid, but nerds can get laid now. You know what I'm saying? 
Like nerds back in the day, yeah, they look like revenge of the nerds, like these two fucking dorks. God, I just hate that people don't feel shame about like displaying what they're into. So fucking upsetting. Back in my day, you just get your ass beat for wearing that in public. There was a hierarchy. There was an understanding. There was an understanding of where things existed in the world. Do you know what I mean? Did uh, did the goth kids ever pick on the nerds? Here's the deal, man. That's what I was just going to get into. Thank you for pointing that out. There is a dominance hierarchy, a dominance social hierarchy that exists everywhere. And to say that it doesn't is bullshit. Okay, we all went to high school. We all went to junior high. Okay, this is the social hierarchy. This is how it goes. Number one at the top, jocks. Always jocks. They're physically fitter than you. They're usually better looking than you. They're dumb. That's okay. They're at the top. Jocks, cheerleaders. Can we agree on that, nerds in the booth, guys in the booth? Yeah. The social hierarchy. Cheerleaders. The booth nerds, yeah. The booth, the booth no, except for any, you know, he doesn't. Oh, no, okay, but everyone else. No, no, I'm a nerd too. Yeah, but you're a dark web nerd. You're a dark web nerd. You're like a cool, you're a neo nerd. <laughs> That's very nice of you to say. You're in, you're the Matrix kind of nerd. I'm the I'm the Morpheus nerd. Yeah, oh, red Lord. pill or blue pill. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of cool nerd. So you get laid. Cool nerds get laid. <laughs> Back to my social hierarchy. Cheerleaders, jocks, hot people, hot chicks, hot dudes. Right? They're always the popular ones. They had the right clothes. They had a lot of money. Always okay, and that's across all color, racial, sexual, whatever line. It didn't matter. Like if you look cool, you dress right, you're in that top. Okay. That's the top echelon of society. And then we get into second tier. Okay. And then that's me. You got your goths, your hessians, whatever, whatever. Heshers. Heshers. Kids that listen to metal. I don't know. They do that anymore. Hippies, boho chicks, smelly chicks that wore uh, patchouli. Okay. Oh, Heshers, not Heathers. Yeah, Heshers, dude. This is from my junior high years. This is so super young. Yeah, Hessians, here they are. People who listen to like metal and Metallica and Pan- Pantera, stuff like that. Okay, and then beneath them are like the fucking true nerds, like the people that studied too much and like didn't have fun or socialize and stuff. And that's the uh, socialized, uh, there it is. Now, is that what you guys had growing up? Uh, I think it, it kind of, uh, progressed, uh, and became sure. more accepting. Uh, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, well, also, didn't I, you go to a private school? Uh, yeah, I did go to J school too. I mean, we were oh, all okay. just kind of friends with each other, you know? Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. You uh, mean to tell me amongst the J's there weren't like the hottest girl guys? There were, but like. And the most popular and everyone wanted to fuck like, them. Like, sure. There were, there were like tears of like whatever, but like no one fucked with anyone. Like there weren't, there wasn't like a straight up bully that. Like everyone, actually, no. There was that one bully, but I mean, other than that, like everyone was pretty. Everyone was pretty chill. Like any group could go converse with any other. However, group. Yana, what I'm saying is that there were groups, and it sounds like there were groups. So define these groups, right? You got your mm-hmm. nerds. Your yeah, we got the nerds, we got the Jewish the American princesses. We got that. We oh. got uh, we had the Persians. Oh, Persians are the, I remember, the yeah, pen, that's a very pen, L.A. Pen, thing, yes. too. Yes. You were the Persian kids, too, yes. Um, 
There were the golf kids slash tennis kids. That's rich. Rich. Well, I mean, it was a J school. Everyone was kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was. Uh, uh, yeah, and then and then there were like the 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 kind of like the punks. The uh, you know the not. The, the stoners, drug, the, yeah, the stoners, stoners, the, the punk skaters, poppers, that kind of stuff. Yeah, the cool ones. But did you have like cliques where you guys would pretty much fight if you saw each other, like sitting at the wrong table or some shit? Yes. Like, is that a thing? In, yes. No. In J junior school? high, it was. No, yeah. not uh, no, not at not the schools, not at the J schools I went to. What uh, any you did? Yeah, I mean, of course, for sure. Well, but I mean, that's public school. Like public school, public school is the fucking worst. It is the worst. <laughs> it is the worst. It is fucking. It's the wild. But it yeah, is there's, the there's wild. literally like there is the black it's jail. I mean, I went to like a <laughs> mostly white school, so there was the black table. You know, like yeah. that is the only table that you will sit at if you're black, and if you don't, <laughs> someone's gonna look. They're like, what the "Fuck you doing over there? Ain't that, that ain't the black table? What you doing?" <laughs> You fucking collected something. What's up? <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Money? There were clearly defined tables, a hundred percent. Like the Hispanic table, Latin, whatever, black tables. Yeah, that's so true. Goth table, fucking skater table. Well, it was funny. We had yeah. we had different sections in our school, and and there was always like there was the uh, I mean, we just called it the Mexicans back then because they were just ignorant as fuck. But it was the Mexican yeah. like quad, you know? Yeah. There was like. The the I think it was like the Asian uh, yeah the, the Asian Asians. library yeah yeah we had like the Asian library where <laughs> so they true. they all had their own fucking room where like there were multiple tables <laughs> and true. fucking activities and shit it's so fucking nigga true. we had a table we had one black table that's that all was we had. it that's all we could I know. afford how do you guys <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't let us have nothing else <laughs> that is so true that table. and even in college. Like the Asian students hung out in one area and like the alternative kids hung out. It's so funny. It's like, and how do you determine what your turf is? It's Shit. like. It, it was the people before you. You, you go yeah, in that school, so you just you better fucking know. You're going to know real <laughs> soon. If you don't know today, you're going to learn today. <laughs> you sit at that wrong corner. You're like, what you doing at this corner, fam? Like, so true. Who you know? Where, where'd you come oh, from? God. Oh, you, you knew at this school? <laughs> you, you can't sit here, bro. Dude, public here. school is so brutal like that. And do you remember there was always one retarded kid? Did you guys have the kid? Um, oh, boy. No? You didn't have retarded uh, kids in your school? We, we, we didn't. Had, well, yeah, we had the, I mean, it was the, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say what it was called, but it was a, uh, <laughs> it was a wall. It was a wall that they all stood at. <laughs> and they just sat against it. Yeah, they just kind of did. They just like did math problems with each other and shit. You know, it, it felt real bad. <laughs> but but to the same token, they were integrated with the general with Gen Pop. You know what I mean? I don't know if they do that now. Do they like? We had one at uh, we had one at my school growing up. Yeah, but it was but it was it was super high functioning though. Same. We had one. Yeah, it was one. It was a very high functioning. Uh, yeah, he was in the normal classes. <laughs> we had, we had Al, um, his name was Albert, and everybody loved him, and nobody fucked with Albert actually because everybody knew that you know what his deal was, and we just like we loved him. Everyone was cool with him. He was the one guy that didn't get fucked with, you know, because you, you just knew like, oh, Albert's different, right? Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Our, I, uh, I was gonna say our our guy definitely got <laughs> fucked with a lot, a lot. I felt real bad. <laughs> There were multiple lunches where I just like would go over. I mean, I was a fuck. I was a nerd too, so it was like I dark would feel nerd, his dark pain. web nerd, though. Neo I nerd. I don't. No, you were being too nice. <laughs> I'm a nerd nerd. There ain't no difference. <laughs> but 
uh, I, I would I would sit with him like a couple times just to like Aww. just because man his life when I looked back on it it was every day motherfuckers were fucking <laughs> with <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> so they make fun of him, sometimes. or they would just te- like yeah, because because yeah. man, and you know it's like you know who I blame the most is the parents, bro, because the parents yeah. come and do like such shit right in front of like they'd be kissing him on the mouth bringing him lunch and like here you go dear with the fucking like the, the, they give him new underwear or something in front of everybody Mm-mm. like mom what you doing like you you're yeah. ruinous for your that's kid that's the death kiss why are you doing that yeah let your kid have dignity at school you know yeah i i agree you don't want to embarrass that little fucker he needs a fighting chance man let I, him fight his own fights i mean what what it is is like if you're not i mean you're a cool mom you you, you get it try you know what i'm saying like cool. no you're a cool mom see cool exactly not, not, not like a regular, regular mom, mom. Uh-uh. but but uh some of these moms are not cool and what i think is you just you shouldn't have kids if you're not cool you you just don't get it you <laughs> good know? luck you're gonna, you're gonna fuck your kids up kids are gonna grow up and get beat up and shit it's your fault that's a public kids. yeah in public school definitely yeah. um i was so fortunate here in texas i had um i got my um oh my god it was so great it's you know what i love about texas let me back it up is that it is like living in the 90s here it's so rad on so it is merry christmas <laughs> And I go to my grocery store and the bagger guy, like at first I was like, what's going on here? Like he seemed a little off. I can't really see his face because he was wearing a mask. And then I was like, oh, he's talked like he's full. It was so great. And he was like, you look like you have a lot. Let me help you to the car. And I was like, yes, I loved him. And I gave him a big tip and it was so cool. I actually enjoyed having like, I like that. I'd rather have that guy, you know? Put him in the community. Why not? I mean, I remember that was like the the shared um, consensus about like, what was it? Uh, Love on the Spectrum. Yeah. Is that like you do watch it and you are oddly jealous because they just <laughs> fucking say what's on their mind. There's no bullshit. I know. And everybody's for inclusion and, and, you know, seeing every type of person in the world. But it's like, do you really? Because are you guys hiring different types of people so that your kids see that you know and they my kids were with me and they saw me be treating this kid like a normal fucking person you know even though he was way cooler <laughs> did they ask you questions nope. afterwards nope no like i don't think they could tell you know but but yeah then fucking integrate these people into society and let let it be seen because you know oh you don't uh you don't quiz them with flashcards at home like did you <laughs> <laughs> With flashcards on what they saw at the grocery store? No, just like, all right, what kind of person is this? What kind no! Of is that? Oh my God, no, 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 no. No. I do teach them, like, if I see somebody smoking cigarettes, I'll be like, that person's really fucking bad. Like, I make sure. And then their grandma smokes, too. So they were really blown away. Charo came into our house and she's like, can they smoke? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, go for it. Just know that my kids are highly trained and will shit all over you for it. Because she's like, yeah, because Maria, my sister-in-law, doesn't let me smoke in front of her children. And I was like, well, that's another approach, too. I, I My approach is like, tell them what sucks in the world and why. And when they see it, shame the person to their face and shame and, and let them know that, you know, they suck. So that's what I did. And I was like, go tell grandma what a piece of shit she has for smoking. Go run towards confrontation. <laughs> a thousand percent. I was like, go tell her. <laughs> Be like, you know, that's a bad behavior smoking. It's not a good thing to do. 
Go tell her. Go tell her. Go tell her what. Well, because it's, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's how I roll. Like, I'm never going to stop my kids from seeing somebody smoking. But I can tell them that it's not a desirable habit. And whoever, you know, you don't want to do it. Yeah, but, but, you know, there's uh, confrontations know. that you could uh, get into by telling a smoker. No, I know. I'm just kidding. I didn't tell them to really do that. But I was like, just be prepared. My kids might say some shit to you, talk some shit. Like, what are you doing, Grandma? That's bad for you, you know? Right. No, I don't encourage that confrontation. Oh, yeah. like, go I- give her a fucking tit kick, <laughs> fucking bitch. Stupid bitch. I remember going off of a freeway exit. And I was smoking, and uh, the homeless person that was asking for change was like, oh, you shouldn't smoke, that's bad for you. <laughs> it's like, especially with COVID going on. I was like, Ugh. like, I felt <sighs> the rage really just build up real quickly, and I almost flicked it at him, but then I was like, no, nah, that's not good. Yeah. Does it anger you when people tell you not to smoke? You get angry? Uh, well, I mean, I just leaned in, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, but then how am I going to look so cool? <laughs> and then that shuts them up pretty quickly. Because if you just yeah. play super dumb, like, you can't correct dumb. No, it's nobody's business what you do. That's my favorite thing to do, actually, is uh, is to when I feign ignorance and <laughs> I just argue with people when I want them to shut up. That's my favorite move. You ever do that? Wait, you argue with them when you want them to shut up? Yes. So like, like I was in a I was in an Uber once, and and he Evil? started he started talking to me. Yeah. And it was I made it very clear that I did not want to talk to him. I like put my head down God. on my phone and I was just like, uh-huh, like whatever, just a very brief answer. Ugh. And then he started doing that thing where it's like, so man, you live next to oh, this. That's a little weird, off. right? Yeah, it's like and so Ugh. I was like if he, if he fucking if he tries me one more time, I'm gonna do the thing where everything he says I'm just gonna disagree with. And he <laughs> did. So he so he started saying stuff like, yeah, man, Austin it's just it's getting weird like so many of you uh Angelonians are coming yeah, through and the, the whole city's changing and, and I just said I was like no nah, not really like I don't <laughs> think it's really changing I mean if you think about it it's kind of always been this way right like what's really the difference <laughs> invalidating just everything with no like no actual logic behind it <laughs> I specifically said I just moved here and he he like Ugh. we showed up at a building when we were almost to the destination <laughs> and he's like oh I've never seen this building before like wow I've lived here for I wonder how long it's been up I'm like oh you haven't seen this no, it's, it's been up for a long time. This is uh, it's uh, been up for years. Yeah, it's been up for like twenty years, I think. You're that guy. Not, yeah, I'm that You're guy. You're such a That's dick. That's what I do. And 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 it for works. him, generally it works. With him, he didn't shut the fuck up. I was I was impressed almost. But <laughs> yeah, he, he he did not shut the fuck up. No, that is the worst, dude. Yeah, I don't know. People really hate us in Austin. It's pretty funny. The not not all of them, but. There's this, there's this, it's funny, and Texans are very worried that Californians will turn Texas into California. But it's like, dude, I moved here because I didn't like what was going on in California, and I agree with what you guys are doing. So how does that make sense? Let's do some follow-up voicemails. Let's hear what's going on in that world. Hello, mommies. I just listened to the last podcast where you had a gay man on there talking about his Pajitsky effect Mm -hmm. that was talking about like a lube on the go. So what y'all were really talking about here is what we like to call a hoe bag. Okay, (laughs) Your hoe bag has all your hoeing essentials Mm. in it. Okay. It's got your, uh, it's got your condoms. It's got your lubricants. It's got anything you might need, but it's also got like, I need to stay the nights for me. I wear contacts. I have contact solution, contact case, little toothbrush, deodorant, uh, cologne, 
a change of underwear, socks, maybe a shirt. It's basically just a backpack full of anything you might need, and it stays in the trunk because you never know mm. when hoeing opportunities come around. <laughs> uh, that's all. I just thought I wanted to inform y'all. It's called a hoe bag. Oh. Thanks, Mommy. I like hoe bag. Now, I'm hoping this guy's gay, too. I want to, I want, I want, that would be so great if this show reached the gay community, just gay dudes listening to where my mom's at. <laughs> like, why? I don't know. Um, fine with me. Well, thank you very much, sir. Anything else we could add to that? Deodorant. Mm. No, I think he's covered it. Yeah, he's got most of it. Chonies. Condoms. I Condoms. I mean, I don't need that. You don't you know, use those. Most people do. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh. <laughs> the lotion. Okay. <laughs> Next one. I'm done. Hi, mommies. Hi, um, I was listening to the latest episode where you, Christina, were upset about having no mom audience. Uh, I'm just calling to say I am a mom. I listen to your show every week. I have a nine-year-old Good. currently trying to get pregnant with a second one, mm. uh, a.k.a. me and my husband are fucking all yeah. the time. And, yeah, <laughs> I just want to say you hit my mommy niche, man. Like, Good. I do stand-up. I think it's Good. all hilarious. You hit me in a way that no other parental podcast Great. does. And uh, the other day when we were listening to Cobra Kai on your mom's house, uh, my husband was appalled and I was dying laughing. So <laughs> your moms are out here. We're out here. We Keep out here. What you're doing. Love you. Hope, Love uh, you. See you in May. Thanks, James. Bye. I appreciate that. I think it takes a special type of mom that's into this show. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Yeah, you know, I, um, I've tried being normal. I really tried. I think, and it's not going to work out. Okay, more, more. I like these follow-ups. This is fun. I got a question for you after this, too. Okay. Hey, mommies. Uh, I was listening to your recent episode, and you were talking about partners liking other people's pictures on Instagram. <laughs> and when I first started dating my uh, partner, I guess when we got serious, I told him that he was okay to like any photos of people who had more than a more than 2000 likes on the photos because they were like essentially unattainable for him. Yeah. And this might not work for, you know, uh popular people, but yeah. for us it kind of made sense that, you know, as long as he's not trying to like hit on a girl who lives down the street, I don't really care and he can like all of Pam Anderson's pictures and all of, you know, whoever else's photos online. So, I don't know, just thinking Fair enough. You got to scale it. And I always love when people refer to their boyfriend as their partner. It's so 80s gay. <laughs> you know, like Liberace had a partner. Like, guys, it's your boyfriend. It's your husband. You don't have to call them partners anymore. You guys are out. We're all out. <laughs> like partner. <laughs> partner fucking queer okay next voice <laughs> this is so queer my partner hello mommies in the booth boys yeah. this is jack the old texan <gasps> i thought i would send a short follow-up to my previous call on fresh bread first things first any you're a fine young man welcome to the great state of texas and i absolutely would never beat your ass over fresh bread and i would like to follow up I don't eat much bread, doctor's orders. Okay. So if I didn't have my refrigerator hack, I'd be throwing bread away left and right. It works so well that a single loaf of bread will last me literally months. 
And as I pull the last slice of bread from the loaf and throw the empty bag away, it's just as fresh as the first one was. My system works. Finally, don't be a doofus. You can freeze bread just like you freeze meat, fruit, vegetables, or anything else. Bye-bye. Jack. Wait. It's the I, best. I, I've always said you could freeze bread. No, I think he sensed your aversion to it because you said that your parents did and you didn't, you were like, who does this? But Jack mm. is saying that your parents had oh. some there. It so, is a foreigner thing. Right. So non-products of Holocaust survivors also <laughs> do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jack's trying to tell you that, yeah, he rolls Holocaust survivor style with his bread. God, I love Jack. Jack, you can call in anytime, dude. I want his opinion on everything. Don't you sense that he knows things that you won't possibly know in your lifetime? Like that voice. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's reached like a level of maturity that's just yeah. unattainable for me. He's yeah. smart as shit. He's mm-hmm. like probably a cowboy. He's definitely got cowboy boots. And he's lived it. He's done it all. I want to say like Jack's been married 50 years, but his wife passed away and now he's a widower and... I don't know. I see him like making his own beef jerky out of snakes or whatever it is he does. And he um, he likes old country western movies. I love Jack. Yeah, he whittles. He fucking whittles, he whittles dude. Wood. Hell yeah, he whittles. He's a real man. He's of the the right generation. He's of the last great. All right. What did you have to ask me, Annie? You said oh, you oh, um, you were you were saying uh, that you tried to be normal. That that's yeah. what you said, and and that. And so being punk isn't the essence, isn't essentially, uh, isn't the, the essence of being punk just doing what isn't like in, you know, like doing, yeah, it's just being contrary. Yeah. It's a, it's, you know, original. I think it just challenges the status quo at the moment. I mean, like anything else, it's commodified, it's fashion, it's just, it's just an ethic. What I like about it is it's DIY, which is, I think my core belief is like if you want to like that's why i like punk is because the people that started playing that music just didn't know how to play instruments and they just picked them up and were like oh i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna fucking do this and it comes from a lower class right in in britain these are people that didn't have a future they felt like they were going nowhere and they picked up their own instruments and fucking did it and threw a brick in it and i love that that's a very american i think um ethic much like hip-hop too there's a lot of parallels between like early hip-hop there was a great chuck d podcast he did on spotify where he did the parallels between the clash and public enemy very similar it's it's same shit different toilets people that feel like they ain't got shit to lose and so you fucking you just you do your thing man but yeah no but what i mean by normal is i tried to be I, I tried to be a cheerleader i tried to be in drill team in junior high school uh in sixth grade and i was like oh i'm fucking not <laughs> not this guy i'm not i don't fit here <laughs> no yeah i, I totally get that i, <laughs> I tried I, so hard i'm the same it's it's <sighs> just you know honestly i don't know if anyone wants to be there maybe that's just me projecting <laughs> but it just doesn't even look like people want to be in that life yeah but but however my my main point and you're you might not be my friend after this yeah it's okay uh but that's kind of what's going on with that nerd shit go ahead i mean counterculture you think it's a counter i respect any counterculture i do i i think because it's not just um you know people have said for i don't know a couple maybe 
maybe three, four years now that like, wow, now it's cool to like anime. <sighs> oh, fuck. And that's like, that's one of those things that was Fucking just nerds. like, but but like you said, uh, it's it's the people that have, you know, nothing to lose that are already like down. They're losers and, already. I see what right. you're saying. So mm-hmm. the losers get together and empower themselves. That's okay. Okay. That's valid. I like that argument. And I think I think that's what's going on. Where it's now, similar to punk in that way. Where it's yes, like, it you is. Know what? Fuck it. Like we'll do our own thing, mm-hmm. and we'll be fucking nerds together. And what I respect about these anime dorks when they have their conventions and they dress up like furries or whatever, is that here's what I here's what I like. They're getting laid. I like any movement that is life affirming and and bacchanalian in nature, and is about fucking hedonic fun fun. I, I respect. I do respect that. That's why, like, I would never personally do this. I think this is embarrassing, but I think these people fuck, and I like that. I'm not sure the Star Trek guys are banging. You know what I'm saying? Look, Google Star Trek convention. Those nerds, I don't think they're banging. Those are well. It's funny because the. I mean, honestly, that guy that you were describing, he he doesn't even sound like a nerd. He sounds like a poser, because uh. if it's just one. You know, yeah, look, at, look at these. You got to kind of be into it, into it. You know see, what I mean? See, here's the difference. Look at the Star Trek cr- crowd. A lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. And the chicks that are there, not hot. Whereas the anime one, like those chicks are smoking. A lot of them are pretty hot. Look at these fucking balding nerds. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, th- these, these ones are okay. Ugh, I guess. <laughs> Pig Patrol. No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I don't know. Who's who am I? I'm just talking. I'm ass. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of dudes. I think when it's dude heavy, you're like, where are the girls? Like, look at that. These are all dudes for the most part in their fucking Starfleet uniforms. Like, that's I, I think one that's, chick. I think that's most conventions, though, right? Like, most conventions are fucking just tons of dudes. It's just a sausage fest when you go to those. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I've never I been. I feel like every convention is always a sausage fest. No matter what. It could be for fucking uh, the plants. What? There's going to be so many dudes there for some reason. Where There's are the girls everywhere. at? Yeah. So go where the where, where are the chicks, man? Fucking the uh, fucking. I don't know. <laughs> Not there. It's so fun. Yeah, look at all those dudes. Here it is. This is how Star Trek invented fandom. Yeah, look at all those guys doing this stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's real. Yeah. Oh, I like a TV show I'm from the 1960s. This is how I finger my asshole. God. It's embarrassing. Yeah, be embarrassed. Just be embarrassed. Ay, ay, ay. Maron. I mean, ay, ay, ay. I don't know. The the good news is that you're if 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 I'm right then you're just fueling them you're just fueling them this is they they, they need this they, they need, need this. I guess you know I just I I don't I guess to me like this is another level I don't understand like just to me I think the ultimate is like just fucking I don't go out and get hammered these people like this is what they I, I know I know but to me this isn't cool I think that's I'm just saying from my <laughs> this is the uncoolest is Star Trek stuff. It's just never been cool. I don't think this is... I get the anime stuff. I can see how that can be fun. I just... It's just unfuckable. This is that's unfuckable. A, that's actually interesting. You you see how anime could be fun, but Star Trek's like... It's fuckable. You probably grew up with Star Trek. I right? did. I did. But none of this is fuckable. <laughs> interesting. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that nerd down there, he doesn't have feelings. <laughs> and that nerd... <laughs> Vulcan, the Vulcan guy doesn't fuck and he doesn't have feelings. Like, how is this hot? Like, what? This guy is seven of nine or whatever. Seven of five doesn't have feelings either. This is fun. 
Okay, she's hot. That's good. To be to be fair, yeah, I guess I'll be fair. Are these pigs in the audience? I'll Jesus be- Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this is not where you get laid. I, I will be fair. That Star yeah. Trek is not like a, it's not cool. It doesn't have like hot. Because the thing about like the cosplay in, in anime, you could be like the they always got these sexy ass outfits. Because the Japanese are doing it, and the Japanese right. are very good at sublimating sexual energy into cartoons, and they don't show pussies and dicks in their porn, so they have to put it right. It's all sexual, I think. Yeah, everything everything in in Japan culture is cute, so it's like yes. it's either cute or sexy. So yeah, I can get that. Star Trek is very Dude, like the the epitome of nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. But then again, okay, so the 1960s Star Trek, they did have some hot chicks in that one. Like, there were hot, like, Shatner was on that cast, and so he was the sexual energy, and there and there were, like, hot, um, you know, O'Hara, Lieutenant O'Hara was, like, hot. There, that's a different time. Anyway, listen, one more thing before we keep rolling into other content here. <sighs> you know, I really feel like I dogged my girl Zendaya out pretty hard. <laughs> I I really felt so bad. Like after the Spider-Man review, I felt so bad because I really love her and I really hope that I conveyed my love for Zendaya because it's not her fault that they made her again asexual. It's a, this weird thing with me. Like I need I need life force. I need fucking. I want drinking and screwing in my entertainment, and it's very sterile right now. Everything Spider-Man very sterile, very puritanical. You know, this is boring. A, this is a very admiral backpedal that you're doing. What are you talking about? No, there's the whole backpedal with Zendaya, and you know. Well, I've always, I don't know, no, Yana, let the record show. When I shit on Spider-Man, I was not shitting on Zendaya. This is the point I was making: is that I've oh, and I, you can go ahead re-listen to the audio. I said I love her. I still love her. I think she's fantastic. They dressed her like a three-year-old boy. I don't know why they dressed her so ugly. She's stunning. Now, Euphoria is back. <laughs> Season two. And listen up, house moms. If you're, ugh, God, let me tell you, middle age becomes nothing but drudgery. All right. That's why I do this show. <laughs> My life is mortgage, wiping asses, uh, dealing with fucking death and taxes and everything horrible. So I watch Euphoria and I'm suddenly transported back to 1992 and I'm smoking PCP on accident at a party again. And it's funny because the fashion's very similar to what I was actually dressing like at that same time. The music's fantastic. Everyone's on drugs. It's great. It reminds me of the 90s. It's very life-affirming. So I really like this new season. And my love, Jules, is back. Go ahead and let's play the new Jules drop. I'm going to go ahead and um, debut that. Uh, Nadal. What a fucking pussy. That's her. Jules, my trans character. Um, she's back and she's got a brand new haircut, which I don't really like, but it's okay. I thought her hair was beautiful before. Um, but it's so good. I love Zendaya. I love young people drinking and screwing and fighting. It's really all I, I love to watch. Um, and there, there's Jules. Yeah, her, she had that great pink and white hair on the last season. And now she cut it into a bob, which is fine. Look how great she looks. Oh, I love this Jules character. So uh, they had an hour long special for Jules. This came out months ago. So when I say spoiler alert, <laughs> you guys had your time to go watch the special. 
she wants to stop taking her hormones. That's what she said to her shrink. So we'll see what happens with that storyline. I thought it was pretty interesting. I love this show. I like how they deal with these kids and, and what's it's not like, you know how they HBO shows are usually painfully fucking woke and they throw they just have to spoon feed you everything. This show does not do that. So if you're I like to understand what's going on with this generation. I think I think this is pretty fucking great the way it's done. Let's hope your children are not this dark and into what these kids are into, but it's pretty fucking great. It's it's so it's just fantastically wonderfully dark. Um, okay, so we did our follow-ups. Let's get into let's do some what would Christina P doozes. Maybe a voicemail. Let's let's do that. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina <laughs> so P do? This is just a question. I'm a 23-year-old male caller. I'm currently living in, like, my dream bachelor pad, but I'm getting out of this place, and I'm moving back home to a detached unit. And my question is, how do I bring chicks back Mm. to my dad's house, even though it's a detached unit? I don't know how I'm going to handle this because I've been living in this amazing apartment of my dreams for the last couple of years, and now I'm moving back. And I want all the, the tips and tricks. Any advice <laughs> is appreciated. Thanks, James. Bye. Damn, that's a deep cut. You're asking me to go back to high school and how you'd sneak people in and out of the house. Does he need to sneak people? He's got a detached unit. So does that mean that they share an entrance? Does he have his own entrance and exit? I need to know more logistically. I, I think detached, yeah. is like it's his, that's his own, own entrance. House. It's like a guest house, right? Basically. I don't know, but are his parents religious? Are they not going to want him to bang i mean i'm I'm curious he's 23 so if he's dating chicks around his age i mean i imagine some of those have their own place mm. and so why do you need to bring them to your place Nah, see see this is why you need to answer this question <laughs> i'm just curious don't ask the mom about this this is an any exclusive <laughs> go ahead any I'm, I'm just i mean my Preach. first question sure. is why do they need to come to your place brilliant um, you should go to their place mm-hmm. and you know, they've had, they've had dudes over more than likely. So their parents know the deal. And if they don't, then she knows the fire escape and how to get you in and out of that place. <laughs> so there's no, no need to fear for that. And then in, especially, hmm. uh, <laughs> if, and then if it's not, if, if you do just for some reason need to bring them to your place, I mean, what's the big deal? I don't know. What do your parents care that much? Are they like, they want you to be celibate? Are they like you said, are they religious or something? Um, in which case, Find your fire exit. <laughs> right. Or sneak her in after hours when your folks are asleep, right? Yeah. If uh, it also depends, like, what story are you on? If you're on a second story, it's a little difficult, but you could sneak through the windows. and. Yes, there's a fire ladder you can be... buy. I remember this from high school. Oh, where you... The fire rope ladder? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you yep. can buy one of those. Yep. And then it collapses. <laughs> yeah. Take it in there with you. Damn. <laughs> You were sus. <laughs> you were yeah. you were a cool chick. Shady. Shady. <laughs> Love it. Wait, yeah. you were rope laddering dudes into your room? Uh, I did have one. It was mostly for smoking cigarettes and then getting in and out of the house to go do things. Not so much sneaking boys in because my dad would murder. He has a gun and he would use it on a dude. So I didn't, I wasn't stupid enough. Like, first of all, first of all, I think a good skill to learn as a young person is how to not fuck in your own house, right? I think, and he's right about this. Like, why does it have to be at your house? And I, 
I'm not going to be one of those moms that's like, just do it here. If you're going to do it, do it. No, 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 no. It's a vital life skill to learn how to fuck outside of your own house. Right. Yeah. yeah there's like make out, out. make out point, right? Yeah. Where all the high schoolers go to make out. Yeah. Top of Reseda. Go fuck your boyfriend there. Uh, end of a cul-de-sac. Go find somewhere to fuck there. But yeah, this is true. Just, you know, I don't know. Why doesn't he want his parents to know he's fucking? I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're 23, dude. Do they really think you're not fucking yet? Like, what's going on with that? Also, don't you have a car? I oh, imagine you have a car, right? If you had a, a dream bachelor pad, I guess, that you're coming from, you must have a fucking car. So fuck her in the car, bro. What are you doing? Fuck her in the car. Fuck her in the car. Just get out of here. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Huh? What are you, stupid? Huh? Get your life, you fuck. What the fuck? Get your life. Oh, we need to get that one, too. I want Tamar Braxton. Get your life. Look up that one, uh, uh, Nadav, for a drop. She yeah, used to say, I'll get that get your life yeah get your life that's another one um good okay next one let's do another what would christina smeter do do little doddle hi christine i am not a mom to humans although i am a mommy but i do need mom advice from a loving mother like yourself um so my boyfriend and i have been together for five years um last year we actually had a threesome with me and my best friend. I know, stupid idea. Always keep the girl someone unknown. Um, I ended up being cheated on uh, by the two of them for a brief stint for a few weeks without my knowledge before Fuck. I discovered them making out when I had gone to bed. Um, I guess it's kind of my fault for starting it, but I just wanted your advice. We actually stayed together. We took some time off apart, um, but came back together. It's been a year since this happened. Um, and we're better than ever, but I still think about it every once in a while. Um, and it just gives me some insecurities. What would a loving mother like yourself tell her daughter if this happened to her? Um, and how would Oof. you deal with it if it happened to you? How oh can I get God. over it and vomit. find security in my relationship? Yeah. I'll give all my love to the Booth Boys and to oh. Tommy. And much love to you, Christine. Keep doing what you do. Love Thanks, you. James. Okay, so first of all, I'm way too insecure to have a threesome. It would never, it would never happen. Um, but the only thing I can liken this to is being cheated on, which you were cheated on. Um, and you can, you can come back from that in a relationship. But like, for every cause, there's an effect, and there's a wake. You know, when a boat makes a wake, so there's a wake that you will have to deal with, right? Um, and you have to actively decide, is this person, like, do I really want to do this? And if I want to go back, I have to actively go full steam ahead and close the door on the past and put all my trust and just go back and forget about the past. That is what you have to do uh, to go forward. Now, one thing I've learned in my my lifetime is that past behavior is often an indicator of future behavior. If you want to know what someone's going to be like, just look at their past. And oh, I mean, if you're talking about marriage with this dude and all that, I don't know. I don't know how did she say how old she is? These kids sound young. And this could just be a 20, early 20 something foible. And then you guys could totally correct this and be normal in your 30s. But That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are kids. It's hard. You're just going to have to forgive and forget. 
you have to actively forgive and forget and move forward. Is it possible? Yes. I did have a boyfriend where we got back together. It was horribly painful. Um, I'm trying to remember why we broke up eventually. <laughs> I think I got over it. I, I got over him as a, as a dude. I was like, I'm done. Yeah, because doesn't that just it break sucks. a certain, Yeah, like you can't go back from no. betrayal like that. That's That hurts forever. I think so. I mean, I again, I know couples who come back better than ever from things like that, but they've gone through extensive couples therapy. Maybe you'd want to go do that with this guy. <sighs> Is he really worth it? <clears throat> it doesn't sound like he's that great. Why would you want to invest in a guy that cheated on you already? He's not that into you. I don't know. That's just me. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I think love is super powerful, man. And and if you were both, Oof. you know, if you've both said that, if you both, you know, it's been five years, so I imagine you guys have, have, you know, you're in love. So if you're willing to take that and break that, yeah, I mean, that just shows his character. Like you said, the past shows the future. So mm. if he's given the right opportunity. I would imagine maybe without counseling or therapy that he would do it again. So yeah, that I would think be so. my gut. And also too, like don't, I hear you blaming yourself. Like I initiated, well, I wanted three way. Like okay, I mean, again, I've I've never done that, but I imagine that you once you everyone consents and you set up the parameters and you're done, it's done. But that the fact that he went behind your back and continued the relationship with this person, fucking, you have no trust. Right, and also, I wonder why that threesome happened. I imagine that wasn't her idea. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right, it's, it's never like, the girl's idea. It's almost it? like he had this planned for a while or something. Ooh. Yeah, you know, he's just. I mean, unless it was, maybe I'm wrong, and it was her idea. I highly doubt it. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that. So cheating, from what I understand, from what I understand, cheating is not about sex. It's about it's about insecurity. It's about that person being an insecure person and they're reaching out instead of looking inward, like what what is going on with me? They're, they don't have the capacity to look inside and go, what's going on with me? Why do I feel this way? So instead they externalize those bad feelings and they go out and they have an affair and then they blow up the relationship that way. So they, they don't have to look at themselves as the flawed beings we all are. And instead they go, I just want to feel good. I want to feel these bad feelings. I'm going to go outside of this relationship and I'm going to blow it up. That's what the affair is from what I understand. That's what you're doing. You're being immature. So this guy, it doesn't sound like he's capable, unless you're telling me he's been in some counseling and he's really changed and you've been counseling together. He's going to do this shit again. When the, when the going gets tough, he's going to go out and step out to make himself feel better. It's kind of, it's annoying. Ugh, I, I don't know. I can't deal with that kind of shit. It would just break me. Especially when you have kids. Nah. Nah. All right. Next voicemail. Let's do it. Let's. Okay. Hey, James. Okay. So basically, okay. I've got this really weird fetish, uh, which is people getting hit in the face with pies. Um, <laughs> I've had this fetish for so long. And basically, I'm wanting to know, should I ditch this fetish or should I try and... Um, keep going with it because it's kind of ruining my experiences in the bedroom and the fact that not many people want to get hit in the face with a pie um Pussies. and yeah it's the only thing i really like get off to so oh, what, should, what do you think should i should i try and like get away from the fetish so i can have a normal relationship in the future or should i keep going with it okay have a good one okay have a good one i love his accent 
Listen, homie, no. First of all, on the don't don't feel shame about this one. On the grand spectrum of fetishes, that is an extremely easy and fun one to accommodate. And any what? I'm being serious. If my husband was like, I really like it when you get a pie, I'm like, fucking awesome. Which flavor are we getting? Like easy peasy lemon squeezy. You know, maybe you have to find a girl that likes to eat. I don't know, dude. But before what if it was before every sexual encounter that you had with Tommy just like all right and I got recalendars over here yeah <laughs> like it was literally before every single one you had to get a pie in your face well i don't know is that how fetishes work that requires every single time it see i mean i think people I people usually use that word interchangeably with kink and and sometimes it's wrong if it is a fetish then yeah it has to be it has every, to go every down every time yes <laughs> it has to be at least somewhat involved every time Okay. A kink is just like a preference, you know? Like, Can I tell you how easy that would be? Like, yeah. If you're a woman and you know that your your guy likes this one fucking thing, now for the rest of his life, it is so easy to please this guy. Fucking, I wish Tommy had a pie fetish. It should be so great. <laughs> easy. Find the bitch that's into this. There's got to be a woman out there that's equally down, wants to please you enough. Or likes the same thing you do. Maybe she enjoys taking a pie in the face. I think that might be harder to find. But find a nice girl who likes you. So here's the trick. You want to know how to get your fetish. Here you go. Okay. I'll tell you right now. You're going to meet a girl who's into you a lot, right? You guys are getting along. Uh, it's it's going great. You don't tell her on the first date that this is your thing. You don't tell her on the second date or even on the third, okay? You bang her once, normal-like, Vanilla-like, as you guys would say, and I think he was Scottish. Just do vanilla fucking with her first so she knows you're capable of vanilla sex, okay? Ease her into that first. So now she likes you. She's comfortable with you sexually. Then you say to her, this is like, I'm so embarrassed. You preface it with, I have something to share with you. I'm a little embarrassed. I'm a little afraid you're going to reject me. So then what is she going to be like? Well, of course I'm not going to reject, right? So that's the, you're going to elicit that response. No, I'm a good person. I would never reject you, right? Duh. Set her up as a good person. And then you say, it's so silly. I don't know where it came from, but it would really turn me on if I could put a pie in your face. Are you horrified? And, 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 and present it like that. I guarantee you, if she likes you and she wants to keep you, easy. Just make it make it the cleanup easy, right? Like, I don't know how you do that. Do you put a tarp down on the bed? Like, I don't know how, what your logistics are, but girls don't like to get sticky and messy. So just do it and then shower with her after or whatever it is so you're both happy. And there, right? Any, I mean, you're the guy that gets laid the most... Does that sound about right? Is that how you do it? You just fucking you. You want me to do a seminar, bro? You should do the fucking seminar. That's exactly how it That's works. That's how you do it. That's exactly how it works. Even if it was just a preference, yeah. You just warm them up into it. Do it normal. And then show her you're just you're capable. Yeah, because here's the deal, man. Women need to know that you're capable of being normal. She's she's looking for red flags. She's looking. So don't make it a flag. Make it a pink flag, not a red flag. Everyone's got shit, but as long as you dilute the flag a little bit, you show her what, that you can be normal, and then you do your weird shit. Not a big deal. Now, what's your line, Annie? I know we, we learned prove it on the last episode. <laughs> How do you get the girl to do the fetish with you? 
Oh, I mean, <laughs> well, mine's tickling. So it's Great. like easy peasy. It's super easy. And it already happens. It's like, that's a part like, it's like wrestling. It's fucking around. So it's like, if you're about to get into it and I always talk shit, I get with girls that talk shit. And, and if you're talking about to wrestle, <laughs> you stupid bitch, what yeah. are you doing? You're like, yeah, yeah you, you dumb bitch. You just talk shit Prove to each it, other. You fucking dummy. Yeah. 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 God, you're so antagonistic. Yeah. <laughs> you would shut me down. I'd be like, why is he me? <laughs> no, no. Cause it's always fun. <laughs> I like, gosh. Okay. So go ahead. So, so you talk shit. What, what what do you say? Like, yeah, you've, you. It's like you refer something happened earlier. Like, yeah, you fucking didn't eat your popcorn, you dumb bitch. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, like remember when you embarrassed me at the movie theater earlier today? Remember that? Yeah. Remember when you thought that was yeah. cute? Yeah. But if you if you need a line, it's just, are you ticklish? That's like because you know what's gonna fucking happen if you say that. It doesn't matter what your answer is. You know right. what's gonna happen. Do you so. like a pie on your face? You <laughs> yeah, that, that. that you can't say that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with a with a pie with a pie to the face, man. It is a weird one. Like it's just messy. To well, it's messy, but it's also like that would just never happen otherwise. Yeah. So, th- so there's no like organic right. way to make that happen. Right. It's like me asking that person, "What's your pronoun?" I still haven't done it yet at the store I go to. There's no organic way to get it. But yeah, go ahead. I can't. That wait, you can't. Those are not the same thing. I can't believe. <laughs> That you haven't asked this person <laughs> what their pronoun is. I'm telling you, it's not that difficult. <laughs> it feels so corny. Like, when you brutal. I, I, I like want to go with you and just ask. Come with me. I will. Come with me. Let's video it. Okay. Okay, but, okay, but so you're right. So this guy doesn't have an easy segue. That's why he's got to set it up. Like, I think there's a natural way in. Okay, go ahead. Birthdays. <laughs> so he's got to wait like. Tell this girl's birthdays. Birthdays. Yeah, you know, people always do the thing where it's like you you jam your head into someone's and then you fuck and you fuck them. No, no, no. But then after that happens, you know, you're like, oh man, this is making me feel stuff. You know? Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen. Look, I don't know. I'm just trying. Yeah. Any gets laid. Go ahead. Any. What the fuck is this? These nonstop jabs. (laughs) Christina, I get laid too. Okay. Okay. But. But empirically, <laughs> if we do the math, who gets laid the most in that room? It's not you or Danny or Ryan. Uh-huh. It's not Larson. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and he's got the body of, count. Yeah, sure. Okay. You think so? You're competing with any? I didn't say that. Are you telling me? No, but you know, you're 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 thinking that this entire room is just non sexual except for any. No, that's not what and I'm saying. And that's fine. That's not what I'm saying. If we scale it, I'm thinking Annie's the, the champ. Come All right, on, guys. The uh, dick champ. I don't like you guys fighting. Don't fight over my, <laughs> don't my fight, dick guys. space. <laughs> no, she's just like, yeah, come on. Annie's the only one in there that uses his dick. Annie, what do you think Look over how, here? The dog's so defensive about <laughs> he his is. dick. He's so angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe that he gets laid, but just not as much as any. Okay, so this guy does have to work it in. There's going to be a finessing, which is why you assure her she's a good person first, right? You, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed about this thing I have to tell you. Don't be embarrassed. I'm a good person. I'll do whatever it takes. And then yeah, you get it in. You're, yeah. you're totally, totally spot on. It's, yeah. it's since it's not going to be able to happen organically. It's got to happen exactly the way you said. Like, hey, this is weird, but. Oh. Can you accept me? Can That's you accept all me? And then alcohol too. You always want to fuel it with a little well, alcohol, a little bit, right? I, I mean, you know, you mean like for yourself? Like yeah, you for get, both of you. I'm not saying getting shit faced, um, but you gotta social social lubricant goes a long way. Okay, little. That's what wine's invented for. 
to get chicks to do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever you got. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Come on, how do you think I got this cool? You think it was being sober for, for sexual activity in the last fucking twenty-five years of my life? That's why chicks get ripped. Faded. I'm not saying roofie them or anything like that. But just like <laughs> just a glass of wine. It's all you need. You guys are terrible. I don't mean that. <laughs> not like a regular yeah. mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> I'm telling guys how to get girls to do stuff. Great. Fuck. Yeah, step Fuck. one, get like a six-pack of wine bottles. Yeah, get some good wine. Oh, fuck. All right, listen, I got to go. I'm going to get in trouble on this one. <laughs> it's too bad. Listen, send me an email. Where my mom's at? At gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail. Jack, my beloved Texan, 213-375-5184. Um, yeah, let me know. What do you think? By the way, I am loving these weird questions. I'm loving the fetish stuff. I'm loving the gay guy, hoe bag stuff. This is so fun. If you're a weird beard, call in. If you're a Trekkie and you're just getting laid left and right, let me know, dude. I want to hear it. I want to hear what happens at these Star Trek conventions. Maybe I'm wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove it, as anyone would say. Prove it. All right, guys. Um, come see me do stand-up in your town. I love you. And until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye, Gene. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's, where my mom's at?